Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. What's going on, Cyclone Nation? Welcome to a new Cyclone Fanatic podcast. Cyclone Fanatic podcast network here on a Monday morning. I'm recording this from the Carl Chevrolet Studios in Bondurant today in my home office. The Carl Chevrolet Studios. Hey, um, I'm... Just doing Monday Musings via a podcast today. Uh, I, I, I'm just, full disclosure, I just didn't have time to, to write it. There's so much going on this morning. So uh, I wanted to get a few things off of my chest here via the podcast form. Uh, I took a few of your calls, or not calls, I'm in radio mode right now. Took a few of your messages from Twitter. I'm going to talk about tonight's game against Oklahoma and... Um, National Signing Day, bunch of stuff that's going to happen here over the next few weeks, few days with Iowa State. But really, I'll, I'll hammer out tonight's game against Oklahoma. Give you some thoughts on that. Uh, we'll do that when we come back with a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys. It's Jared here with another message from Mechdyne. Are you looking to jumpstart your IT career? Or maybe you're a student looking to earn some extra cash? Well, listen up. Mechdyne is currently looking to hire both full-time and part-time IT help desk agents to respond to and help troubleshoot client IT technical issues. You can get your foot in the door at an awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. So go visit the career page at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. Hey guys, it's Chris interrupting this podcast because, you know, everybody wants to know that I get it asked all the time. How can we help Cyclone Fanatic? Well, you help Cyclone Fanatic by you support our advertisers and everybody needs to be aware of eye care. I wasn't for a long time and I went to Ames Eye Care and they really helped me out. It's changed my life. I don't have headaches the way that I did. You've heard me talk about this. They're also in Des Moines at Des Moines Eye Care. And you need to think about this with your family. Get the kids checked out. Encourage the wife. Anything. Personalized eye care. Designer eyewear. I've got these sweet Maui gym glasses that I use at work all the time. People think they look awesome. They meet your whole family's vision needs at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Check them out today and support Cyclone Fanatic. All right, we're back uh, here at the Carl Chevrolet Studios. Iowa State goes to Oklahoma tonight for, for some basketball uh, 8 o'clock tip. It is not the big Monday game. Don't get that mistaken. Um, this game is on ESPN2. Uh, point spread in Las Vegas has Iowa State as a two-and-a-half point favorite. KenPalm.com has Iowa State winning this one 72-70. to 70. Um, Full disclosure, before this morning, I hadn't seen much of Oklahoma this year. They're one of the big 12 teams and kind of the next one to TCU. I haven't seen much of them. So I felt like I had some real homework to do on these teams. In Oklahoma, I don't know if you guys are like me, but you don't think like with Lon Kruger, I think more hoy ball style, you know, running around, shooting the thing, not elite defensively. And they're, they're kind of the opposite this year. Oklahoma ranks 17th in Ken Palm adjusted defense. They're really good. Um, they're one of the top 15 teams in the country at defending the two-point attempt. Uh, they're long. And 
you know, the reason I point that out, that it could be a bit of a concern tonight, Iowa State really, if you look at the games in the Big 12 where they've struggled this year, it's been those long teams that will slow it down and zone you and really get up in your grill. And you know, that's Baylor, that's Kansas State, and what we saw on Saturday against Texas. And I'm guessing that I, I think Kruger has the guys, and Kruger's good enough of a coach to be able to install that in a day and get that ready for Iowa State tonight. Really interested to see if he does that. And I'm also interested because I'm guessing that Steve Prohm is fully expecting that. So what does Iowa State do differently tonight that it did not do on Saturday against Texas? One, it, it's simple. You, you have to shoot the ball better. Iowa State didn't shoot the ball well on Saturday. But two, if you go back and watch that tape, I don't know if you guys have watched the Texas game back. I have. I did it late Saturday night. And, you know, I felt like Iowa State just didn't attack. It's the one thing that's bothered me over the last few years about Iowa State. I feel like other teams are constantly dictating tempo. They're they're constantly dictating the style of game that's going to be played. And, and Iowa State doesn't tend to do that much. Now, tonight it won't be a big deal because Oklahoma will, will get out and run with you. But I think there's a certain type of aggressiveness that Iowa State needs to learn to play with, right? And if if the book is out on the Cyclones that they struggle against the zone, there's good enough coaches in the Big 12 that are going to figure that out. And I felt like, you know, Iowa State knew Texas would zone them on Saturday. That wasn't a question. If you've seen Texas, you knew that was going to happen. But Iowa State didn't adjust well throughout the game, and they didn't attack. They were never – I felt like there were some sets – there were some opportunities there where, where Iowa State was passive, and they didn't attack. And to me, you know, that's the key to this basketball game tonight. Iowa State is better than Oklahoma – and there's really not much question about that, but it your your obvious analysis it is a it's a road game, so that makes it difficult. But two, um, I fully anticipate Lon Kruger to have his team prepared to you know really mess with Iowa State tonight, and especially Oklahoma's coming off of a couple of losses. They were. They just lost to the worst team in the league on Saturday. Kruger's a good enough of a coach to have his team prepared tonight. And Iowa State has to be ready to do what it couldn't do on Saturday against Texas. Now, back to that Texas game. Wrote a little bit about this. And I wanted to be able to clarify it here today. Um, I thought that was incredible growth that we saw from Iowa State. I don't know about you guys, but I felt... That entire second half, I, I just felt like I was – It ironically, it was Groundhog Day, and I felt like I was watching Groundhog Day, the movie, you know, where Bill Murray, things keep happening over and over. And I thought that was the Kansas State game again. And I, I really did with 10 minutes to go. I, I thought that Iowa State was going to lose it. I, I really did. And they, they the difference in those two games, it's not – it's – you don't have to be Jay Billis to break this down. Iowa State made some shots at this game where they didn't against Kansas State. They they um, they showed some growth. They 
they did things in the end. They bowed up. They they were a different team in the last three minutes than they were against Kansas State. And I think that's really cool. I mean, I, I'm so impressed with the way Prohm's dealt with this team over the last three weeks or so. Just keeping everybody on the same page. And, and I know Lindell Wigginton didn't play well on Saturday, but I think he's – I, I think he's starting to thrive in his role, which I don't think that I ever could have imagined Lindell Wigginton thriving in a role coming off the bench two months ago, I, right? Even Cam Lard, I, I would have thought that would have been a difficult thing to see. But Cam was great. Um, we we continued to see growth and maturity within this group, and that's what's going to take uh, to win a, a tough one on the road tonight against Oklahoma. I like the matchup in general, though, because Oklahoma's not a slow-it-down, bleed-the-clock, junk-it-up type team. I think they'll try and do a little bit more of that tonight because it's Iowa State, and I think the book's kind of out on the Cyclones. But I think Iowa State should be able to pull this one out. I think I picked them winning um, in our predictions column. You can go check that out, get analysis from all of our Cyclone Fanatic writers. It's on the front page, cyclonefanatic.com. Hold on, I'll pull mine up here. You know, because I have to be accurate with you guys. I can't just be uh, throwing out random scores and random picks. Yeah, I went Iowa State 77-72. I think it needs to be a higher scoring game tonight. Maybe even this game, I think this game might get into the 80s. A couple of good defensive teams, but I wouldn't be shocked if, if it gets into the 80s. I think Iowa State will shoot a lot better tonight. And, and you know how it goes. Whenever Iowa State goes on the road, even teams that are, not elite offensively. They they usually get hot against the Cyclones. It's par for the course. We've all been there. Okay, a few other things here on this uh, Monday Musings version of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. Um, National Signing Day is coming up in two days on Wednesday. And I got to thinking today um, when we were having our staff meeting on Slack about coverage and, and whatnot. And Am I the only one? The The early signing day is good for everybody, especially Iowa State, and it's good for the student-athletes, and I, I appreciate it for what it's worth in that capacity. But I, th- am I the only one who misses the, the way it used to be? I used to love National Signing Day. I used to love getting up at 5 a.m. and waiting for the, the letters to come in. Back in the old days, we used to win – when Dan McCarney was the head coach, and this is right when the internet was getting, was coming around, Twitter didn't exist. Facebook didn't exist. It was just message boards. If you wanted to have the inside scoop, I was at scout at the time and we would go, we had the access for, I, I mean, I remember one year sitting in the, the office with Chris Ash and Tony Alford, just waiting for faxes to come in and stuff. Those are the old days, man. Signing day has has changed so much. I love it. It's my it's I I again I'm I'm just so torn because I love the fact that early signing day is good for Iowa State. It's good for developmental programs. Period. But I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Like the do you guys remember even Campbell's first signing day where we had like five surprises? David Montgomery, the Bailey twins. Like, all that stuff happened. Like, it was great. 
I love those days. I love just bunkering down at the Jacobson building and just, just hammering out recruiting for an entire day. Even last year, didn't – it was Brock Purdy last year, right? Yeah, Brock Purdy did last year. We Because uh, everybody was watching that signing day press conference at his high school, and, and Clone Nation was just tweeting like crazy about it. It's It's fun. I don't think there's going to be much drama or intrigue this year, unfortunately. Uh, Jared will have complete coverage of that for you, but I think Iowa State's class is pretty much done. Now, I can't get too specific because I don't have specifics, but I do know that Iowa State is in on a couple different grad transfers. There's the receiver out of Miami who everybody's aware of. Uh, I do think that they're in on a couple that are more being held more close to the vest right now. So stay tuned for that over the coming weeks. Um, last couple things I had for you. One, uh, read my piece. It's short and it's to the point on Monte Morris about how he's just on an absolute tear for the Denver Nuggets right now. Monte's setting himself up for a, a damn nice NBA career. He's he's under contract with the Nuggets for next year too. But man, he he's gonna he's gonna make himself some money. This is a starter in the NBA. He's not really doing anything that none of us thought he would do. But man, like he is exceeding all expectations in the NBA for sure it's been so much fun to watch I have been I the the nuggets for me right now are like appointment television I I just absolutely love watching Monte run the show in the NBA I feel very blessed to to have that option being a Bulls fan and they're so bad and so inept in the front office and then when Fred got fired like it's just it's really hard for me to care or even root for them right now I just want Foreman and Paxson to get fired so badly that I want them to lose. Um, and it's been so fun to sit and tune in to watch Monte every other night. And same with the Thunder. I really have enjoyed watching Burton and um, Abdul Nader when they get time. Niang doesn't get enough playing time for the for the Jazz to, to really make it too worth your while, but uh, when he, he has had some great moments this year. I, I'm really enjoying that aspect of those guys being in the NBA, it's really increased the amount of NBA games that I watch, and it's it's been fun. Um, last but certainly not least, I want to encourage everybody. So Saturday is a doubleheader. We have a lot of these great doubleheader days in Ames this year, which are awesome. I I love the these where the men play first or the women play, and then the men or women play after that. And um, call to action because I know that Hilton will be sold out for the men's game uh, at one against TCU. I really want to encourage people to go out to the women's game on Saturday night. Uh, As you guys know, Bloom and I have been doing play-by-play for them throughout the season. And this team is special. They are going to be right in the hunt to finish second in the league, perhaps uh, a long shot for first if they could pull off an upset over Baylor here in a couple weeks. But West Virginia is coming to town on Saturday night. I called the first time these two teams met in Morgantown, and it was an absolute war. Iowa State came, uh, couldn't make enough shots down the stretch and lost that game. However, um, this game on Saturday night, I really want to see if we can get Hilton packed. It, I'm bringing in my, my, my mom and dad and my nieces and nephew, and um, they're all coming. And um, th- it, This team is so much fun to watch. It's so old school, Finley. They play great defense. They can shoot. They do everything well. And West Virginia women are a lot like the men in the way that they play. And 
that 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 is a huge home court advantage is a huge deal when you play a team like that. And I really want to encourage people to get out there. Two top twenty five teams. It'll be a really fun night. So go to um go go to the Iowa State men's game at one and stick around town and, and come to the women's game. It's a great atmosphere for the family. That's another thing. If you have kids and you can't afford to bring them all to a men's game, the women's games are great. I do that personally. Games that I don't call. I don't generally take my daughter. I'm working for the men's, but like it for a three-year-old, it's just too much. She's almost four. It's just, it's too much for her. The women's games are perfect. They're not as loud, but it's still a ton of action. And it's, it's a very family friendly deal. It's affordable to get into the door, get them a clone cone, get out there on Saturday night. I, I'm going to really be pushing that here this week. I want the, I'm starting to really appreciate and love the this this group of girls. They they work really hard. They are um, stand up. They are class acts. I love Finley. You guys know that if you've been listening to me for years. Um, so I'm going to be pushing that throughout the week, and, and I would encourage you to get out there on Saturday night. All right, leave me some reviews too. If you guys like the Monday Musings podcast, I'm going to keep writing. Don't don't get me wrong, but every once in a while, I do want to knock one out by this. I did have a couple of people reach out to me on Twitter and um, have a couple of questions. Um, Joe says, with Tech falling, what does Texas Tech's floor look like in the Big 12? Um, Let me pull them up here. I don't know if I would describe Texas Tech as falling right now. Now, granted, they have lost four of their last six. But those have been to Iowa State at Baylor, which Baylor's one of the first place teams in the league, at Kansas State, again, one of the first place teams in the league, and at Kansas. So is it fair to say that they're falling, or should we really just point out that they've hit the toughest stretch of their schedule? Tech's next games are this. West Virginia at home, at Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State, Baylor at home, Kansas at home, Oklahoma State at home. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm i not ready to bury Texas Tech quite yet. They're not going to win the league, but I think they're still a top four. They're still a top-tier team in the Big 12, right? So their floor, I would say, that I, I think that their floor is fifth in the league. They play too good of defense. Beard's too good of a coach. Things will even out. My guess is they play the toughest or one of the toughest schedules in the Big 12 so far. That would be that would be what I how I would answer that. They just play too good a defense, and that that crap travels right. Elsewhere, um, Jack wants to know what I think the toughest game is left in Iowa State's regular season. Hmm. Well, Iowa State, like Tech, has gotten through a tough part of its schedule right now. Well, here, here are the remaining games. At Oklahoma, TCU at home. Well, the toughest game is, is on February 16th at Kansas State. I don't know if certain fans appreciate how difficult those junket-up teams are for the Cyclones. The You know the game that really scares the hell out of me is Baylor 
at home on the 19th. I don't like that at all. I don't like Texas on March 2nd in in Austin. I think Iowa State can sweep Oklahoma and TCU and West Virginia. Probably Texas Tech. I like that game in Hilton. But I my I if I had to project right now, I'd project losses at Kansas State, Baylor, or Te- Kansas State and Texas. Baylor at home scares. You should win it. I I understand like you should win every game at Hilton Coliseum. I I totally agree. I don't like that matchup. It's always been a bad matchup for Iowa State. Scott Drew knows how to screw with the clones. It's a just a meat grinder of a league. The good thing, Iowa State's going to be favored in every game. How awesome is that? Texas game will probably be the closest thing to a pick Kansas State, too. The analytics are just starting to catch up on how good they are. They were not the same team early on in the year with all the injuries. All right. Um, yeah, let me know if you like the Musings podcast. Uh, I'm not going to do this every week, but I figure I may switch it up sometime. Like, our podcast audience is just growing by the day, and it's incredible, like, how many people like the medium. So give me some feedback. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Um, we'll talk soon. Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Williams. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason Larson at Gershman Mortgage in Ankeny. Here's a real review from a client on Facebook. Jason was amazing to work with. He kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you.